listening to MRP, the Metal Robot Podcast. Welcome to MRP, the Metal Robot Podcast, the podcast about all things metal and everything in between. I'm your host, Tom McKay, and this is obviously not a normal edition of MRP. It's not hour long for whatever reason, and if you want to know the reason why that is the case, I made a post about it on socials. Basically, the full episode that was going to be coming out this past weekend, unfortunately, could not come to pass, and there is a reason for that uh, that I'm really not that inclined to share, but nonetheless, I didn't want the entire podcast to go to waste, so instead I wanted to take a specific segment that was going to be part of the full episode and just make it a bonus episode meant for Valentine's Day, or as I call it, Singles Awareness Day. Because that's really what this day is about, appreciating the fact that most of us are single on Valentine's Day. Like, for real, can I, can I rant for a second about this? I cannot be the only one who has heard about the stigmatization, stig, is that even a word? Stigmatizi, stigmatization, <laughs> me English good, stigmatization of single people on Valentine's Day. Because on Valentine's Day, it's all about the couples, the people in love. You see it on the streets, you see it walking into the bistros or the restaurants, you see it in the movie theaters, or you see it in those goddamn annoying little shit TV commercials. Meanwhile, as a single person, you're usually thought to be someone who is, you know, having a bad time. You're There's pity taken upon you for being single on a day all about love. And here's the thing. That is total bullshit. Here's the thing about Valentine's Day. It's over-commercialized, and that's all it really is. The original holiday wasn't even really about love. There's no solid evidence to support that. As far as I know, at least. I don't know. Someone, I guarantee it. As soon as I mention that, they're going to tweet to me like, Excuse me, you said this, but I have proof that you were wrong. And I'll wait for your response. Now, the thing is with Valentine's Day, it's maybe it is about love, maybe it isn't, but it's definitely become a bit of a ritual every single year to take pity on the single people. And let me tell you, as a single person who has, let's be real, not had a date on Valentine's Day ever. Seriously, I've been on this earth tearing shit up for about 24 years, and I've been single on Valentine's Day for every single one of those 24 years. And I'll tell you right now, I couldn't give two shits about that. For a specific reason, why would I want to spend my night going somewhere with a person that, let's be real, I'm going to break up with soon anyways, and when I could easily just be inside in my fucking pajamas, Rewatching the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. Extended edition, no less. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? I just realized I think I answered the question of why couples take pity on us, but nonetheless. <laughs> but it's true, though. Like, you can spend Valentine's Day however you want, whether it's with some special person that you have or with yourself. It really doesn't matter, and you really shouldn't let anybody tell you otherwise. That being said, because it is Valentine's Day and I have to feed the algorithm gods somewhere on some platform, this episode is about Valentine's Day, specifically some songs within metal that are about love of some form in some way. Now, you'd be surprised to hear that, but yeah, metal has quite a bit of love going on in many of the music, and it wasn't, it wasn't really that hard to find any songs to talk about, but 
To make things even better, I did put out the call not too long ago on my socials, Facebook and Twitter at The Metal Robot and Instagram at The Dot Metal Robot, and I asked you, the beautiful listener, viewer of Metal Robot, and asked you, what is your favorite metal song about love? What is your favorite love song that just so happens to be part of the metal genre or made by a metal band? And thankfully, I got a few suggestions. Most of them are on Instagram, but I also got <laughs> my mom sending me an article about metal songs about love without mentioning a single one of her favorites, which was the fucking point. <laughs> and I'm like, um, thanks, but I think you completely misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> On top of that, though, I also got a couple songs on here from my own collection that I wanted to talk about as well, because honestly, they're just, they have their own special place for me, and I really enjoy talking about them. I love playing them. They're just really good, and I want to share them with you here as well on this lovely, overly commercialized holiday. So let's talk about it. Let's start off with one of your suggestions. Now, one of the first suggestions I got was from my buddy Colin Sterling of Thrasher's Paradise, and... <laughs> <laughs> this boy, this boy suggested this particular song. I feel like everybody here, whether you are a metalhead or not, you've probably heard this song at least once. Maybe it was in passing or on your playlists or what have you. You have probably heard this song, more specifically in the chorus. And it is of the more industrial nature. Not necessarily industrial metal, like a la Rammstein, but industrial it is. And I know because industrial is a very dirty, kind of grungy, grimy kind of genre, it just, you feel dirty just listening to it, it makes sense that this would get lumped in with metal. And you know what? I have no problem talking about this song and also playing it a little bit for you and telling you all about it, because this song is a very dirty song in every sense of the word, not just because it's industrial, but because, well, as the singer says, he wants to fuck you like an animal. That is grimy and dirty. That was, of course, Closer by Nine Inch Nails. And yeah, that's a good suggestion. I actually kind of enjoy that song. I don't think I would actually put it on as I'm walking to work. It just, the last thing I want to do when I'm walking into the radio station is to just feel dirty and want to shower. <laughs> you know, it's not really what I want to do, especially seeing as we don't have a shower at the station. So not advised. Um, so this next one, I actually wanted to pull from my, from my collection here for this next one. Uh, so I want to talk about this one. This specific song I grabbed from uh, back in college. You see, back in college, I had a radio show attached to the Metal Robot YouTube channel called the Metal Robot Radio Show. Uh, more along the lines of Metal Robot Radio, but really, who gives a shit? And this was a radio show I had back in college on the college radio station, IgniteRadio.ca. It's more of a pop station than anything else, but 
they allowed my dumbass to come on uh, for like a couple hours every week and play a bunch of brutal metal for shits and giggles. And thankfully, um, I was able to do it long enough that I had a Valentine's Day-themed episode. It was live on the website, and it was live on that station. So it was a perfect way to have Valentine's Day celebrated on the Metal Robot podcast. Or no, not the podcast. Podcast wasn't even around at the time. What am I talking about? I don't know my own timelines. It was good for Metal Robot Radio. And this song actually found when I was looking up songs about love back then, and this was one of the only ones I was able to remember. There was another one I will talk about later, but this was one of the only ones that I was able to find. And it's a great song. It's by a pretty pretty cool uh, symphonic gothic rock band. You could classify them as metal if you want. I, I do think they're more of the rock genre, but if you're the kind of person who thinks Evanescence is metal... These guys are metal, too, in my in your books. Maybe. I have no idea. And uh, this song is really good. I'm going to hit play for you uh, here, for just a little bit of it, to show you what I'm talking about. Let's take a look. Until Eternity by Black Briar. If you probably heard of Black Briar already, Black Briar, Black Briar—that's racist. Black Briar. <laughs> this podcast is going south very fast. So Black Briar—that was the song. Uh, that was the band who wrote the song "Until Eternity," which, as far as I know, is actually a song about um, about lovers always being together, destined to be together throughout all time in every single life, or even just immortal lovers. Who knows? But either way, it's a pretty interesting love song, and it's got a really good, great chorus, great instrumentation, and a fantastic solo to top it all off. So if you haven't done so already, check out the song. It's really good. But going back to your suggestions here, I got a couple more here from uh, from you, the dear viewer, and uh, this one actually comes from a uh, username on Instagram, Juan... Julio ML. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, because <laughs> if I'm not, I am so sorry. <laughs> but uh, Juan on Instagram requested this specific song. Now, this song I actually have seen on the YouTube homepage multiple times, the live video for it, actually. And frankly, I have never, for whatever reason, I've never checked it out. It may possibly because of the length of the song, and I'm usually busy when it actually shows up, which is like, YouTube, why are you only suggesting this when I don't have the time to watch it? Um, and so, like, I never checked it out until, until it was suggested for this episode of the podcast. Now, this specific song is... Uh, as you can probably tell, of the proggy nature. And that's because it is made by a prog person. And I'm actually really glad that someone suggested this because this artist in particular is one of my favorites. And that artist in particular is Devin Townsend. If you have not heard his work, oh my God, go check it out. It's really good. There's a reason why he's called or considered the uh, mad scientist of the metal scene. 
because he's fucking nuts. That's why. And if you're a fan of Prague, you need to add his collection to your repertoire. There's a lot of it, sure, but it's worth looking into. And this song in particular is called Deadhead, which I did not know was a love song, but nonetheless, it's on the list. Seriously, I gotta check out more of that song after this podcast is over because that sounds like a really good song just from that part alone. That's I think that's, that's the first point the vocals come in, but it's like a minute and a half of instrumentation, which is just mwah, prog. Now, <laughs> thank you so much for your suggestion, Juan. That uh, Juan, I again, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. My English tongue is not meant for any. F- names that aren't of the English origin. So I do apologize. Now, we got a couple more songs here. I want to showcase this one because this one I honestly had to go looking for because I almost forgot about it. Um, And this is actually off of the same album of a song that is arguably one of the most defining songs of the metal genre. Not this song in particular that, that I'm about to check out in a couple seconds here, but this song in particular comes off of the same album as that other one. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, well, I'll give you a hint. The band is Pantera. The album in question is Vulgar Display of Power. Yes, this song, this love song, is off of the exact same album that features fucking Walk. Oh, yeah. That's how you know this is going to be some good stuff. And this song in particular, I believe may have been a single. I have no idea. But it features a kind of, while it's very subdued towards the beginning, as the song progresses, and especially once we get to the chorus, it's a very pulse-pounding kind of heavy-hitting groove metal that Pantera basically became known for with most of their stuff, especially off of Vulgar Display of Power. And this song in particular is This Love. That is still so fucking heavy hitting, and I love the way the kind that it kind of fades out into the verse again with that subdued riff. It's really good. Seriously, check it out if you haven't done so already. I, I'm not gonna lie, that song was actually from the list that my mom sent me. Hey, it did become useful. Thanks. <laughs> I'm such an ass. Love you, mom. Now this. I got another suggestion here. This one is, it's actually another one from Colin Sterling. He actually sent me quite a few, I'm not going to lie. He suggested this particular song, which I'm not going to lie, I almost forgot existed for a moment. Not just the song, but also the band. And that is entirely my fault. I should have actually paid better attention to that. Um, But this song is from a band I have not actually heard a lot from, and that's a fucking crime, because this, I don't know how to classify Typo Negative. Typo Negative is a band I haven't heard much of, and honestly, I really should be listening to more of Typo Negative, because they've got a sort of sound that is solely unique, especially with the vocal performance by... The name of the guy I already forgot. One second. (laughs) I should have written this down. Hold on. 
Peter Steele. Peter Steele. Yeah, the guy is an amazing vocalist. That kind of deep, kind of bassy kind of voice. It's fantastic. Oh, and they're gothic. Cool. So, yeah, they're a gothic band, and yeah, they're really good, especially in terms of one of the more popular songs by them, let's be real, Love You to Death. Thank you so much, Colin Sterling, for that suggestion. That is actually a really good song. I might have to check out the full version later. And if you haven't done so, definitely check out any of the suggestions that I'm bringing up here as well. Many of them are actually really good. And I this is the first time I'm hearing most of these suggestions from many of the viewers here. In fact, you know what? Let's stick with, the, let's stick with these suggestions one more time. And let's take a look at this suggestion that I got from Lycanthro, which is a metal band um, that follows me on Instagram, and suggested that I check out this specific song. Now, the band in question, Arian, I have not actually heard any of their stuff before. Um, but I think the name sounds familiar to me. I kind of got an idea of what the sound might be based on the name, Arian. But aside from that, I never heard anything from them. And with a song title like You're My Melody, I kind of figured immediately that this is def this was definitely going to be a ballad for sure there was no question about it this was a ballad and there's nothing wrong with ballads in metal ballads in metal are great they're a big part of our history but you know i wasn't really surprised when it ended up being a ballad myself so uh let's check it out it's actually really good You know what, Arian? You are my melody now. Because that was really good. And now I'm horny. Anyway, so this next one I wanted to bring up. Uh, this one, it's arguably a love song. Let's be real here. You can't deny this one's a love song. And it's also by a band that I'm still calling a metal band. And I don't care how many people disagree with me. If you hadn't guessed already, it's Event Sevenfold, and frankly, I still classify them as a metal band. I don't care who disagrees with me, they are a fucking metal band. Try me. Now, uh, this particular song, you already know which one I'm talking about at this point, or maybe you don't. It could be a number of their songs, because uh, the thing about Event Sevenfold, and I can say this as a fan of theirs, a big fan who has heard basically all of their songs, they have a lot of songs that could be classified as love songs. Like, I know Gunslinger can be classified as a love song, most definitely. Um, in many ways, you can classify, uh, at, uh, what's it, Almost Easy as a love song. Or even if we're going back, if we're going further and further, we can probably classify many others as love songs that I can't really think of right now. I'm sure I will think about them in post and then immediately regret not recording it into this episode. But this particular song I'm talking about is off the same album as the two previous songs I mentioned. And you know exactly which one I'm talking about at that point. It's a love song. Let's be real. It's a fucked up love song, but a love song nonetheless. So let's take a look. This song is actually eight minutes long. I'm going to play you a section here and uh, enjoy. I just sound 50 fucking times. I can't believe 
A Little Piece of Heaven. When I first heard that song, I'm not going to lie, this was, oh God, I must have been like, when was this? This was back around the time I just discovered the band and I was diving through most of their singles. And A Little Piece of Heaven came up and I remember just watching it and watching the YouTube video, the music video for it, and just staring at it intently. Eyes widened in horror. Like, what the fuck was I watching? I was even doing the whole thing, like, looking over my shoulder. It's like, no one's coming in for this, right? (laughs) So... That's a good memory for me, and I'm glad I was able to bring it up on this podcast here. Seriously, if you have not heard the song, I don't care whether you think they're a metal band or not, go check out A Little Piece of Heaven by Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, now, this next one is another suggestion by Colin Sterling of Thrasher's Paradise. The boy came back with three. I just noticed he came back with three, and I didn't notice until in the middle of recording this podcast. <laughs> so, Colin... Thank you so much for suggesting so many. Um, And this next one is actually one that, yeah, I probably should have thought of myself because, yeah, this, it literally has love in the title. How did nobody notice that? Um, How did I not notice that? Wow, that is impressive. Now, the beautiful thing about this song is that it's another long song, but it's a fantastic song. And it's by a band that has put out a lot of love songs in the past. And this just happens to be one of them. It's an epic song with many changes and many, many different places it goes to. But it's a fantastic symphonic metal treat. I am, of course, talking about Nightwish with their song Ghost Love Score. Check it out. That is a fantastic song that I wish, I wish more people would hear if they haven't done so already. Even if you're not into long songs, Ghost Love Score is worth checking out. So definitely go check it out. Uh, I want to showcase one more of mine here because I think this next one is the most romantic of the bunch. And I was shocked, shocked that nobody suggested this particular song because I think that... This is the kind of song you would play at your wedding. This is the kind of song you would play on a first date, a first night together, a first time speaking to each other. This is a song you use to essentially ask a girl out or propose to this woman. So without further ado, Girl in the Slayer Jacket by Pig Destroyer. So romantic, so romantic. I can just imagine people slow dancing to that song. Just fucking slow dancing on the dance floor, not a care in the world. It's so, that's so romantic. (laughs) Why do I do this? So I got uh, another one here. That's all of my suggestions, more or less. Um, I do have one more that's coming up. I'll show you in a minute. But first, I want to play this last one from the requests here. This was suggested by uh, a last name I'm not going to pronounce, Vlad 
Gutierrez 64, 94? I think it's 94, actually. I took a screenshot of the list, and for whatever fucking reason, I had the cursor over the the ID, so I do apologize. Vlad Gutierrez 94. Let me actually pull it up. It's on Instagram. Yeah, 94. This was suggested by Vlad Gutierrez 94, and I gotta admit, another song I never heard of by a band I never heard of. But I kind of figured that this was going to be a slower jam kind of thing, based on the title Long Gone By. And it's a kind of ballad song, although it still it still does have a bit of harshness within the instrumentation. Not much, but enough that you could classify this as a metal song. And the song is by Falconer. Falconer? Fuck if I know how to pronounce it. If you know how to pronounce it, let me know in an angry tweet. I'm sure I will definitely read it and not block you for it. Now, this song in particular uh, is pretty good. Again, first time I've ever heard it, but I'll let you be the deciding vote on whether it's a good love song. Check it out. Honestly, it's just depressing more than anything. Did this lover die or something? Did you leave the lover? Like, I fuck. That's, yeah, it's dark. <laughs> so those were all of the suggestions, but there is one song in particular that I wanted to show at the end because I was shocked. I honest to God, what this one, okay, I was joking before. I was shocked that no one, nada, not a single person suggested this song. I don't know why no one suggested it. It's a classic. I mean, sure, it's a ballad. Yes, I'm not saying it's not a ballad, but, but this particular song is actually a really great classic featuring two classic singers. It's a duet, and I wish more people had suggested it before. But apparently, no one suggested it. I'm guessing because no one fucking remembered its name. Not exactly something I can blame them for, but nonetheless, it's a great song anyways, and you need to check it out because Close My Eyes Forever by Lita Ford and Ozzy Osbourne is a fucking classic, and you will enjoy it. Check it out. Seriously, how did nobody suggest that song before? I am shocked and in dismay that no one suggested that song. So that is all the songs I have on my list. Thanks again to Colin Sterling, Vlad Gutierrez94, Lycanthro, I can never get that right, and Juan Julio ML. If I'm mispronouncing any of these names, I'm sorry, okay? But for real, thank you so much to everybody who suggested a song for this podcast episode. You can check out all of the song links, the YouTube links at least, down in the description of the podcast. And be sure to check it out because they're all really good. And I suggest you check them out if you want to impress that metal lover of yours, including maybe... 
that girl in the Slayer jacket? Who knows? I'd suggest playing the song Girl in the Slayer jacket for the girl in the Slayer jacket. She would definitely understand it. You could slow dance to that song. Did you not know that? Did you not know that you could slow dance to that song? <laughs> I'm going to hell. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Metal Robot Podcast. We'll be back this week, this, com- this week coming up on the 19th, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and I'll see you in the mosh pit next time. Have a good night.